it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain West Wire football podcast. It's been a second. MWR.com, you can find our bold previews, our transfer portal track or bull opt-outs, Josh. Um, the reason we waited to record a podcast, because Josh, what's the point of, besides hearing us chat about random stuff, because that's what we do, to go through news that would be outdated literally 12 seconds after we post a podcast about portal news? Yeah. There's no reason. So today's show, this will be Bowl Preview Part 1, which will be later on the show because we have the – what's the official name for the Gronk Bowl? Is it, can we just call it the Gronk Bowl or is it the L.A. Bowl? What are, what's the official it's name the here? the L.A. Bowl. Is it the L.A. Bowl hosted by Gronk? Also National Anthem Singer Gronk as well, which we'll get to later. <laughs> he didn't do that good on the Mass Singer. I don't know why. Yeah. It's his bowl game. That's why. <laughs> it's the all right. The, the official name is Star- the Starco Brands LA Bowl, hosted by Gronk. What is Starco Brands? Vodka That's drinks. Starco? It's an alcohol. Ah. See, you know what this means, and I know we're. I know I said we'd start do bowl games at the end, Josh. But this means he gets a he's second billing, which means he pays less. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Did the did the puking camel? Do you think the puking camel made more than Gronkwell? Uh, that better show up if it's not the Jimmy Camel. <laughs> <laughs> we need Kimmel to show up to hand the torch off to Gronk. That has to happen, right? Yeah, it yeah, it does. It has to happen. So we have that game that's later in the day in Inglewood. Then we have New Mexico State Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl, and we'll get to that sponsor later. But these games, like honestly. Like, you look at betting lines and you look at over-unders, it's like, honestly, just throw throw darts in some of these games, right? Because all these players are 
there's like a million players in the portal. We'll, we'll kind of start with that a little bit, like guys transferring. The portal window opened up on Monday, Sunday, Monday, I guess, from after the bowl announcements. And we barely got into it, but there's so many players moving, which is fine. Players hopefully find a home, fingers crossed, because some of these guys may be left on the lurch a little bit. Just because they think they can go somewhere else. They try to come back. They can't come back. There's no scholarships. So, um, first off, I didn't realize. I kind of knew, but we'll start. We'll go alphabetical. We'll just mention a few teams. There's nothing too big to get into because we don't need to go through every name. But Air Force surprised me, Josh. I forgot that they can leave. Isn't it something like if they leave before their sophomore year ends, they're able to transfer because then they owe a bunch of money for their education in the academy? Is it something like that? I think so. I think there's something in the summer of their sophomore year before their junior year. So as long as they leave before that, I think it's fine. Okay, that's what I thought too. There's a time frame. Apparently, they can also grad transfer. Yes, because remember Isaiah Hamilton went to Stanford as a grad transfer. Oh yeah, that is right. From a couple years ago, she didn't do anything. But dude, you get an Air Force degree. And did he go to Stanford? Sign me up, right? Go do that. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the big names you have, uh, John Lee Eldridge is out of there. That's I don't know how surprised I am with that, surprised I am with that because they didn't use him that much this year. Not as much as I thought they would. He basically had the same amount of carries as last season. Yeah, I mean, there, there were times, I think, I think we even mentioned at the beginning, or at least you and Matt might have, was like he was expected to play a big role and then just straight up didn't at all. And he is a grad transfer. And is it um, – should he have put his phone number on Twitter? Just asking. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, if you click on the link, we have our – Matt did a bunch of these. And you have the link, like, it'll be like the source. Like, oh, it's Twitter. It's our website. It's a different website. It's whatever. So if you, it's like a high school thing, which is fine. He put. He goes. I officially entered the transfer portal as of as a grad transfer in May. One year eligibility, height, weight, stats, email, and phone number. I don't know. Um, uh, wow. And he is going to play in the bowl game as well. It says he responded to my Twitter. He will play against James Madison. But that's uh, interesting, right? <laughs> It's a choice. It's, it's fine. A choice. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, it's a phone number, not necessarily if it's his phone number or if it's like a voicemail set up. That's the move I'd make. You make like a Google voice number. So when they call you, it's not your actual phone number, so you can still handle those calls. So please be smart enough to do that, John Lee, John L. Eldridge the third, John Lee Eldridge the third. Please, please, please be smart enough to do that. Um, so that's kind of big one for Air Force. Boise State, Taylor Green, I guess, the big one there. We'll get to the bowl game later. He's going to um, – why would anybody follow Bobby Petrino in Arkansas? Can you give me a good reason? Any reason? Money. That's the uh, only reason I can think of. Because KJ Jefferson did pretty good there, and he's off. Do we know where he's at? I know he's in the portal. Did, has he found a place? Uh, not, that, the not that it matters, but I just kind of think – because they are a – Somewhat similar skill set. No. Not yet. Wait, oh, wait, really? Hold on. i got to check this article. Go for it. We also knew Eric I'm gonna, Eric McAllister out. We knew that receiver. Keenan McCaddy is going to a 
community college. That's interesting. Moving Kevon Wright, defense lineman. All right. Anything? As of, as of now, there's been no decision by KJ Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering. So, like, Taylor Green, why would he. I guess, do you think, because we know when Andy Alvis left, before he left, they're going back and forth. He was, uh, but he's a starter due to injury at the end of the year. Do you think there's a conversation told? It'd be like a quarterback battle, or there'd be something where it may not start? I mean, he. He may have been pulling something out to save his job. Yeah, but like he, he may have, he may have started because didn't Taylor did was he pulling the QB switch the entire year? I don't remember. Pretty much majority of it after like a game or so, a couple games in. But I figured with um, Avalos gone and with you know the, all the coaching turnover and the coaching, yeah, I mean just coaching staff and the injury. And everything with um, when he was splitting time with everybody, but I don't. I don't know if that's the right move. Did like, I don't know. It, well, se- it seems odd, right? Because he looked to do I mean, fine with Spencer Dan- Danielson not pulling him, letting him play and do things. I don't know. He seemed reasonably good, so I don't know. To be, to be fair, that was because Matson had surgery. Well, I know that. Too. I know that too. But also the no, I get that. Matt, Matt Maddox. Madsen, correct? Is that not Mason? Maddox Madsen. Yeah. I don't, I just for some, I want to say Mason for some reason. I don't know why. It's not Mason. I get like he. I don't know. It just seems a move where he's probably going to walk in and be the starter. I just no, have I so, probably. I just have so many Bobby Petrino jokes or lack of respect for that guy to care to be for his life. Not not even how his lifestyle was, but just lying and just being a scumbag at. The Falcons at Arkansas before, but I wish him good luck. I just felt with new new head coach who change that might be having to stick around. But I guess that's not the case, so he's gone. Anybody, any, anybody in your Rams? You're disappointed that's leaving. Or any big names? Got a couple low level uh, Jackson Stratton never gonna see the field at quarterback. Obviously, the only the only name I am surprised, and I think a lot of us were, are is T.J. Crandall. Why is uh, that? He's a fresh he's a freshman cornerback. He was getting some starting time. Mm-hmm. Um, we think it may be a similar McAllister situation where he was promised money or something because he, he performed well. Like, he was on track to become our starting corner next year, and like, it, it is a big loss for our defense. Could you think it was he got better and he wanted to get some more cash? And they're like, ah, oh, we don't really have it for you. I mean, CSU has one of the top G5 NILs, yeah, but I it can't really compete with the P5s. I mean, well, I mean, even look at Utah. Do you see what they did today? Of course I did. I had to talk about it on my radio show today. Yes, they had Jeeps and trucks for the women's – what it is for people that know. They already gave all their football scholarship players trucks, 85. Today, men's and women's basketball teams got a Jeep or a truck and the gymnastics team as well. So, yeah. yeah. That's it's pretty nice, right? <laughs> yeah. If you can get it, if you can get a truck for at least as long as you're on scholarship, go for it, right? Insurance paid for. Yeah, I would It's – it's a – one of the bigger deals in the country. It's not actual cash, but it's still, you know, to worry about transportation, right? Yeah. So it's there's a million reasons, and the portal thing, it's all just up in the air because I don't want – this is a bigger conversation to have, but it's like the calendar's a piece of trash. There's too much stuff going on at the moment for any coach. Early in signing period next week, which, okay, cool. You have court, like ten, eight of the top ten quarterbacks nationally have transferred at least once – 
three of the four Heisman finalists transferred. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's complete craziness. Then we have the Charlie Baker thing, the NCAA president saying to pull the NIL to the university where, you know, Josh, they suddenly never get enough money to pay directly, but all of a sudden they do. There's, and then you got the lawsuit today where they were restraining the order where you could transfer more than once and play up right away. Those basketball players from West Virginia, I think Cincinnati. So it's, people are leaving for a million reasons. I don't blame the anything from going and getting out there. It's just, it's just hard to keep track. That's part of it too. It's like, eh, I don't know. But it's also, and I'm not blaming guy. Oh, I want to get commitment. I want this. I want to get paid. Because is Crandall going to be an NFL player? I don't know. Is he on that trajectory? I, no one knows. That's a, it's I mean, he, he, he was making plays, but he's also making freshman mistakes. Yeah. Too, so. so I don't know. All this, I don't, the movement, it's fine. Do it. And I don't need like less regulation. That's why the, Lawsuit went through, like, there's some Sherman Act where it's um, the temporary, I should say, where it's like free movement or some sort of trade thing because technically you can get money. Oh, inter- interstate commerce or whatever? Yeah, I think it's called the Sherman Act or Sherman Antitrust Act or something like that, where it involves money and limiting your opportunity essentially to make a living, even though these guys aren't air quotes employees because they're not, they should be. But you, you know what this is going to lead to, right? What is it? Contracts. It has to be because. Well, okay, we'll get back to now. The NCAA thing last week, the trust thing where it would be the schools would pay directly, which gets rid of the NIL from outside, I'm assuming. That's what the, that's what they want to do. Keep it in-house. 30000 per player minimum if you could do it in its own separate subdivision itself. But they're not saying they're employees. This will lead to things like convention contracts where you're locked into a school to play a sport and get paid. And again, thirty thousand, not a ton when you think about it compared to what can be out there for some positions. Here's my here's my thing about that. I was like, it was just some random YouTube video, but it got brought up on the college football subreddit, and like, yeah, he says it can get around Title Nine, and he's like, no, it can't. Not if you're paying directly from the school. Well, it can't get around Title Nine, period, because you have to have access. You have to have equal access to resources as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's correct. Because right now. Some people are saying, oh, the reason the women's gymnastics team or women's basketball team in Utah got trucks was because of that Title IX. I could be wrong. I don't think I am. But if it's not compensation or, like you mentioned, access to – like that's why scholarship counts. That's why there's fewer men's sports than women's sports typically because football has 80-something scholarships. And there's no women equivalent team that could have anything close to that scholarship number. I think it's um I don't think football's exempt from that. I think there's a percentage wise where you gotta be pretty close pretty much even scholarship availability just about. I know it's not quite the same because football has so many. Because I know gymnastics has twelve, basketball is fifteen, softball is not a headcount sport, so they may have fewer per person, swimming, um, tennis, golf, whatever sports they have that aren't not every athlete gets a scholarship. But if you're getting paid from a collective that's not directly from university, that's not a Title IX thing. Am I correct on that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I don't believe so, but it also brings into, so, like, it brings into the question of like, is if the university is going to treat them different, like it, because it, this all comes down to who, like, where does the, like, like you're saying, the payment, who does the payment come from? But if the university is going to be required to treat them different, mm. like, they're also going to have to treat the other athletes different too. And that comes down to, all right, if these people are getting paid and they're getting treated different, they, we can't just treat these other athletes different. They also have to get paid and the university is going to have to make up that difference. Yeah. I, again, we're, we're not lawyers. No. Saying. Yeah. It looks like here, I'm reading something really quickly. Like with NIL, like this kind of, I didn't, we didn't look at this before. And I kind of assumed, which is wrong sometimes. I know if it's struggling from a school, you have to have basically equal, like I said, facilities, equal access to things, similar scholarship account, cost of attendance, those type of things. Um, it's basically Title IX sort of has to be part of NIL. But not really because if the school's not paying, not the case. It's like in NCAA schools, compliance um, – let's read this here. In other words, it's part of NIL, regulated NIL. This is way off topic, folks. In other words, in NCAA schools, compliance with state and NCAA NIL regulations does not preclude or mitigate a Title IX violation. So it's like a gray area because it also – it would look bad, right? That's part of the optics – Optics would look bad. So, because I know Miami, Florida, offered they had a similar thing to BYU. I know BYU had a similar thing where this company built bar, which makes terrible makes terrible bars. I've tried; they're not good at all. Uh, every single player on football and, and women's sports—I don't know how many—was basically given whatever it costs to go to school. If you're a walk-on, your school's paid for. If you're a scholarship athlete, you got paid the amount of the scholarship worth. So if it's cool, and BYU is not super expensive. It might be not even ten thousand a year. I'm not sure, but whatever it was, if you're a scholarship athlete, you got paid that money. If you weren't, you get your school paid for. 
so it looks bad. That's what kind of probably why Utah like okay, we got money for women's basketball, gymnastics, women's sports. Um, those are all very popular, especially Utah women's basketball. They're really really good this year, and the gymnastics is always amazing. But if it, you're right, Josh, if it goes toward the school, it has to be somehow the same because the thirty thousand is a minimum. So what is it? But there's no cap. So, so but here, so here's the thing: is it, it is not just football. It's actually I'm reading the it's every sport. Article. It no, it's so it's half of scholarship athletes. Correct. That's what is half. Yeah, like that. But it's also. You have it open there. I don't. That's why I forgot the half half of scholarship athletes. Is it thirty thousand dollars minimum yeah. per athlete that gets money? Right. Uh, to let me this paragraph. The second mechanism for paying players would be through an enhanced educational trust fund. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. They could propose creating a new subdivision for schools willing to set aside extra money for their athletes to be part of the subdivision. Schools would have to give a minimum of 30,000 per year to each of at least half their scholarship athletes. That seems weirdly written to me, but uh, basically essentially creating a minimum wage for some, for an average power conference athletic department, this would mean a minimum investment of roughly seven to $10 million extra per year, about 10% of the annual budget. So with that, what that's me saying, you cannot spread that to everybody unless you want to. Yeah. So how weird would that be? I know, okay, I know it's a little bit weird now at NIL, but if you know, you either get $0 or $30,000 plus. Yep. So. Well, that that might be an addition to NIL. I don't, that doesn't say that because they, no, no, because what it says, part of the th- article, I remember from Dellinger and ESPN, the schools basically would buy the rights, so everything would be in-house, which is, Kind of how it should be done, anyways, to make it more clean. And because right now, I'll talk to Coach Winningham, or we co- we talk to Coach Klein's talk at BYU or um, Blake Anderson at State. They're like, we want nothing, and should literally know nothing about it. They're aware of it, but they're not supposed to be. Hey, this player's getting four thousand dollars a month to do something for promote some company or post on social, being a commercial. You know what I mean, or they got twenty five thousand dollars. And access to a, a house or apartment or something due for this real estate company they're working for. In house, it makes more sense, but this would seem like it could create more problems. Because also, you mentioned Josh. It seems this would be a new division, which would mean does Title IX even matter? Despite that being a federal federal thing, not just a college thing, not just NCA, but a federally relegated thing overall for athletics with NC two A. So if they go out of NC two A, which which is not what they want to do because they want to keep basketball and other sports involved. I know we're going way crazy, but this is quite, I'm fascinated by all this stuff. So, so there's actually an article on it. There, there's a paragraph in this ESPN article on it too. What is that part? Because I remember kind of about it. They want to still compete, right, with Division One for other sports. Oh, sorry, um, for the Title Nine part. Oh, what is that Title Nine part? So yes, go proceed. Yeah, so it's like uh, these proposals will help improve gender equity by more evenly distributing some of the money. Um, a judge would likely have to decide exactly how these unprecedented payments to athletes would fit. But past rulings about other benefits that schools give to their athletes provide some guidance. Um, for the trust fund money, Title IX would likely dictate that schools distribute a proportion amount to men and women. Okay. So if you know if it's ten million and half of the varsity athletes are women, you know five go to men, five five million go to women. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for NIL deals specifically, schools have to at least provide equal opportunity. Um, it is still unclear as to whether they have to, they need to provide equal payouts. For NIL, not the trust fund, right? Not the trust, right? Yeah. Trust fund has to be equal. NIL just has to have equal opportunity to get it. So what that tells me, proportionate is, is not 50-50 because with the number of football players, it's still pretty close. But it's not exactly 180 scholarships for men, 180 scholarships for women. It's pretty close proportionate. But what all the you know what the opportunity means, Josh? I guarantee if, if I say it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Here's an email or phone number to contact company X. You have the opportunity to get a hold of them, but that but if it's reciprocated, it's up to the company to pay you or not, if you're worth it. I guarantee that's all that means for the most part. Like, oh, we have a particular person and our athletic department helps NIL and you're a sophomore soccer player. Hey, what can I do? What's out there? Eh, probably not a ton unless you're doing camps or clinics or something or or help some local sporting goods store. I think that's all it means. But I don't know if any mountain school could do this because that's a lot of money. And if there's no cap on it, okay. It's still going to look weird if you have 44 football players, 42 football players get 30 grand. Then you have quarterback, receiver, tight end, star center getting 90000 it's just a mess, and plus this is because also Josh. How many times has NCAA won a lawsuit and when they go to court? What, what's the record? It's not good, right? In the past couple of years, it's like oh and something. Oh for, you know what it's going to lead to? This is a band aid. What they honestly should do, like you mentioned before, contracts. They're good. the easiest way to do it is to be employees. There, are, if it, this trust is like kind of slowly getting them there. If they're just to say, hey, you. Could, you have to have your be to get any money, like any job. You have to have minimum requirements, KPIs, or like your job. You have to if you do crappy stuff, you're getting fired, not getting paid. Not saying they wouldn't get fired, but if you're not eligible, you're not getting any money, right? So you have to go to class, well, you have to do this. That's part has to be part of it too. But make them being employees. But the only problem with that, I guess, would be transferring wise and leaving. There's all the more legalese above my pay grade, but. They're getting to where they should be, as closer to be, to make this work what's more proper for what they provide to these universities. I mean, it, I, I feel like to at least have some semblance of it being, you know, for school, like, I feel like grades will have to be a part of it. But yeah, we, we all know it's just going to be the, the money for, it's basically just going to be paid advertisements. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Well, like the Flutie effect, those type of things. He makes a Hail Mary, gets Boston College versus Miami. You have John uh, Gonzaga first time going to the Final Four. You have a guaranteed San Diego State going to the Final Four in the National Championship game. So they did see an increase of applications. Same with Florida Atlantic. Same when George Mason did it. When St. Peter's, when Florida Gulf Coast, when you have even guaranteed right now, whatever you want to think of Liberty University and what their school stands for and what who's involved with it. They'll get more more interest in it because they're going to the festival. Yeah. So it's it, to me, it's pretty simple. If you're an athletic, if you want to keep up, because they want to make a sub division, which may skirt some of these rules, but we'll move on. This is kind of getting too deep in the weeds. But if you're a Mountain West school, and like, hey, we're going to pay athletes thirty grand, whatever it may be, that's they're going to have less money in coaching salaries. That's fine. They're going to have to figure out some way, but they can always pay it. Almost all these schools. If you're you, you sign a contract, you're an employee of the university. Essentially, you do what you're doing now, do your sport, do those blah 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 blah. 
there's going to be labor relations coming involved. The only way you could probably get removed is it like not paid the same thing now if you're not eligible, whether from grades, off the field issue, off the court issues, off whatever sport you play, away from your activity, legal issues. The only thing it comes down to is how they're going to be paid. Because Charlie Baker doesn't want to say you're employees because that's the worst thing in the world because unions and negotiating and things like that. And they want a separate division because there's more, more money more money in that when you have, say, 48 teams instead of 130. And those teams can afford to pay it. Your TV rights money is going to be bigger. You can pay these athletes bigger, more in football, less in other sports, which is honestly fair. And the only, could, only issue they'd have is can they compete in Division One with, say, softball, baseball, swimming, soccer, tennis, while still having an unfair advantage by getting extra money. And then NIL thing, but... It's going to be in place where they negotiate the revenue rights and they get a cut like the NBA, NFL, where it's, okay, play athletes, on-field product gets 51% of the money from revenue. That's where it's going to go. It's where it should go, right? I mean, it should, or they'll just be the, the, they'll do it like the UFC and they only get 20%. The UFC is a complete joke. Dana White is terrible. I know a guy who fought in the UFC, associated with the UFC, UFC, high price fighters get... Not much money. Nope. So we'll move on from there. It's a little complicated. But I think – I'm going to ask you this before we move on because we got sidetracked. If you're a couple of Mountain West teams, who of what teams could afford to do this if it's a 30K per athlete? Do you have a list that you think that can make it? Off the top of my head, there's probably only three to four. Which one? San Diego State, mm-hmm. Boise State. I could see CSU forcing their way into that conversation. Yeah. And uh, I feel, no, I I want to say Fresno State, but I think Matt would laugh me out of the room. He would say do it, but don't increase student fees and not publicly funded money, yeah. which is the case for anywhere. Don't vote for that stuff because it's usually bad interest. Does maybe Hawaii? I think they, I, they just drop football. That that's a possibility too, but I I can't I can't see more than three to four. I think UNLV could. I did forget about UNLV. Yeah, right. and for a weird reason, I think Air Force Academy could do it too. Well, that brings I think that brings up a whole another side conversation. I know. I yeah, <laughs> it's that because the U.S. government involved, they go to school for it's all paid for, which is great. Yeah. So that could be done because of that aspect. Like if you go to Navy, Army, the big academies where you go and they you you have the commitment, you're repaying your commitment by you're joining the army after college, after Air Force. Well, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they get a stipend anyway? Probably. No, I get they get the COA and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, like they're getting paid anyway. So. Well, so are other places. You get cost of attendance at every school now. I mean that is true, but I, I think that was like they were getting paid before that. I'm not sure about that. Possibly, I don't. Well, like I, don't know. I, I, I can, I can probably, I'm probably wrong, but I always thought that like even the cadets were getting like, you know, a stipend for you know training and stuff. Maybe I, I'm not sure, but I think they could be involved. But it would just be weird, and I don't know where it's sports just collegiate stuff. It's all it's a complete mess. But all I want, all I don't want. Here's what I tell you, I don't want. Players can move as much as they want. They need to be compensated better than what they are right now at any level, whatever sport you're doing. 
I don't want it to be, hey, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go play the sports from moving to after high school to go play at the Colorado Fort Collins Rams City minor league system because nobody's gonna watch it. If it was popular, people would watch minor league baseball and they'd watch the G League more often. They'd go watch other minor league sports. That's what I don't want it to be, and I hope that's not the case. Yeah. All right, back to stuff. Here we go. Let's get to our stuff we're talking about. We took a sidetrack there, which was exciting and fun. Fresno State, players leaving. Logan Five's the big one, right? Quarterback who played a decent amount this year. Um, grad transfer. Okay, it's why out of quarterbacks now, now, Josh. Joey Allen's gone. Shager's likely gone. <laughs> Jonah Chong is going to be gone, it looks like. <laughs> I I have to look. Like, who is left for them? Yeah, they're not on the bowl game. It doesn't matter. They just got to wait to figure out on August 28th or whatever next year when they play their opener. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's not much more interest here. Nevada, whatever. We'll get to their coaching situation. Let's go to – so, Nevada, you see they're only keeping one guy in staff from this past year. To be fair, I would too. <laughs> like with how bad that was like did they and we can ask we can ask Brandon afterwards be like it, besides Virgil Green who bleeds silver and blue yeah who else on that staff was even worth keeping nobody yeah so I brought in Jeff Show to be the head coach million bucks a year he's number 10 of 11 coaching salary um I think they stole the safeties coach from Boise too oh boy I believe he's now the defensive coordinator Interesting, interesting. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. They did make that move. Um, the higher, well, I don't know, man. It's a tough place to play. It's a TBD, right? It can't be worse than last year, can I? Can it be? I mean, they had two wins. They can always go to one. Oh, stop it. Come on. <laughs> don't be mean. Just say it. You can, yeah, they go to zero, too, man. Just, they can always be worse. You can't be. <laughs> Fine. Be the, be the, Person who looks at every possibility. Hey, they can also win nine games next year. Is that going to happen? No. No. Oh, my gosh. So what about Nevada, New Mexico's head coach? They brought in Bronco Mendehall, which on a scale of one to ten, like how weird is that for you? Didn't Mendenhall start his career in New Mexico, though? Yes, he did. I don't think it's that weird. That if, it, if he had no connection to New Mexico whatsoever – I'd say, yeah, it'd be like a 9.5 on the weird scale out of 10 on the weird scale. But he has a connection to New Mexico. I think that drops it down to like a 3. A 3. So here's my thoughts on it. Having been around him a little bit, he's a weird dude regardless. I And we'll get to Craig Bull in a minute with that situation because I think he would have taken that job over. It's a better situation. But you're right. It's kind of, The reason it's kind of weird because he was at BYU. He's at Virginia. He loves college football because he wasn't a huge fan of what we just what we just spent the last ten minutes talking about portal, nil stuff. But he's also going to place Josh where he can just kind of chill and hide, where he's kind of known when he was under the under the under uh, Rocky Long, or no, it was about yeah Rocky Long, not Bob Davy. Rocky Long being as a DC, and he's a West Coast guy, BYU, Oregon State as well. He played football at Oregon State. I think it's a place where he wants to coach. And there's not going to really be a big, too much pressure on him, specifically dealing with NIL portal. 
That's why I think his thought process is. I think you just missed the chili. Mm. I don't know. What type of food they got Virginia? You didn't like seafood? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but I, I also think he missed coaching, and I also think yeah. he, you're right. I think he did want to deal with the pressure of the bigger programs, and he could take a laid-back approach, you know, do it the way he wants without a lot of pressure, and just have fun with it. He is like USA Today put up the coaching higher ranking order, and he was, I think, number one. As for the actual football coach, like the other stuff aside, there is skepticism to to that. He here's the part of the reason: like he turned around Virginia, who was terrible, had a really good year, and he would bring in Armstrong until he got hurt late in the year a couple years ago. He did leave for those reasons I mentioned for portal nil transfer stuff. Not a huge. Huge fan. Maybe he learned about it. I tell you what, I'd rather have him over Gary Patterson, who basically packed it in at TC the past couple of years. And he yeah, was. Cause, if, if, if you maybe pick between the two, it would be Bronco Mendenhall. Because Mendenhall left on. Re, I don't know what his record was last year in Virginia, but he turned them around to be a really good team. And Patterson, the first year he's gone, what does Sonny Dykes do? Playoff. Yeah, but then they barely made a bowl game this year. Hey, you can never take away the playoff from them. That is true. National runner-ups. Michigan Science Daily didn't work that year. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> You're right. They said they changed everything. But as for like, the coaching itself, this is a really good hire. And he's bringing yeah. in Nick Howell, who he used to coach with. He's a, he's a friend of book got demoted. Come over to BDC. Rocky Long is going to kind of hang around, I think, and just kind of chill and be a little off-the-field guy, hands-off, I believe, from my understanding. But the hire itself, like, as for talent-wise, it's really good hire. And so, let's move on to Wyoming. What was your, like, when you heard Craig Bowles, like, I'm stepping down after the match of this um, this month. Were you happy? Were you okay? Are you concerned that they now might find a good coach to be able to beat Colorado State? <laughs> well, I mean, Bill was kicked our ass for however many years. I don't, I, I was like, all right, I, my first thought was, all right, we may be able to have a chance. It's on me. You're getting a chance. And then they hired the defense coordinator, and Jesse's like, yeah, you guys might actually have a chance now. Why make that move? Because there was rumblings. Jesse mentioned us like he's here, like, hey, there could be potential of him retired, like, or and even Craig Bull said, I'm going out on my own terms, like a, about three weeks ago. Remember that? He's like, if I'm yeah. going to go out, I'm going out on my own. Did they even I, do I, a search for this job? I think that had to be the compromise. Like, like if I think the AD was like, all right, if I ask you to step down. What would it actually take for you to step down? He's like, you hired him as the head coach. He has that much leverage to do that? I mean, he's their most successful coach in how many years? I know. I'm just saying, man. It's I mean, would you basically run that city? Mm-hmm. I, I think you you could have your choice of how you want to leave. Yeah, I could see that. No, no, I get like he can leave if I want. So that's not what I'm getting at. It's like him being big enough to, hey, this guy's going to be our coach. I don't like the move because it seems like they didn't do their homework. Had they known this happening, Bronco Mendenhall would have gone to Wyoming instead for a much better situation. For with the similar um, lifestyle that no. he's hanging out in Montana, man. No. No? You don't think? You don't think? You don't think? There's, there's more pressure at Wyoming than there is in New Mexico. No, I mean, no, not pressure. I mean, like, okay. I'm trying to rephrase this. Maybe not. I mean, I mean like, I, I get your point. Like, yeah, lifestyle, you know, that, that out west, like, they, 
well, middle of nowhere type of feeling. There's pressure, like, but not like he could. I don't know. There's pressure. It's different pressure everywhere. New Mexico's way lower than one. But I mean, the on, okay. If I'm being honest, the difference of trying to win those places, the upside's better at Wyoming. Clearly, there is some pressure to win, but it's gonna be nothing like he faced before BYU or Virginia. I'm not like it's still a step up, but it's in the same neighborhood. It's just that Wyoming's up here on this looking over the hill, and New Mexico's around the corner. We're like, ah, oh, we're trying to build a pool, but let's go with the above ground pool instead. <laughs> I don't know. If that makes any sense. Well, it depends on if you can't dig that deep. Okay. That, well, does it mix with the shovels? I don't know, man. <laughs> I I just think the move is lazy to promote from within. Oh, I agree with you there. It's not like, it's just like they didn't even pretend to have a search. Because you're right. The way it was, because I remember I got the email. I'm like, oh, who's the coach going to be? Ten minutes later, email comes in. They're promoting the DC to be the head coach. Why would... Like what type of cert? Like we know this. What I know this podcast got the rails. We're already thirty five minutes. Haven't talked about the games. It's okay. We'll get there. It's our show. Leave us alone. But <laughs> when did they tell Craig Bull? I mean, when or when did when this when did the decision to come down to? I'm gonna step down because there was zero word about this outside of very little murmurs we met, heard from Jesse. And then Craig Bull kind of hinted Andrew, at it. Andrew might have mentioned something. To or Andrew, one for each one, but. What type of search do they do? Or they say, we're talking about this and you have to promote this guy. I, th- I think it was a case of, I, this is just opinion. I don't know for a fact. Like, just the way everything was announced, the fact that there were very little rumblings, uh, yeah. it was a case of, all right, if you're making me step down, this is how it's going to go down. Otherwise, no, I'm not stepping down. You will fire me and pay me. I don't want to look up his contract. I'm curious what was left on it, but we'll see. It's just, Here's the best thing for them. So, go hire an off. You know who you should hire? Like, what's Graham Harrell doing? Have him be your OC, bring be your OC up there. Is Graham Harrell doing anything important at the moment? Uh, he's a coach somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> I know, I'm looking up too. But there is no way Graham Harrell would come to Wyoming. Where is he at right now? Uh, he is chilling in. Okay, never mind. He's a Purdue offensive coordinator. I didn't realize that. Never mind. I thought he's an analyst somewhere, so I apologize. To, if I'm dispersed. North Texas, USC, West Virginia, Purdue. What? I, I thought he's just a random analyst somewhere. That must be. Yeah. I know Kingsbury's an analyst at USC, just chilling. My mistake that he's not going to go there. But I mean, okay. Can you imagine Cliff Kingsbury and Larry? Heck yeah. Bring it on. He was at Washington State and Oklahoma State. He was at West Virginia. Come on, those places aren't that much different. Yeah, but did you see his house in Arizona? That's Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. No, I said Graham Har- Graham Harrell. Oh. Oh, you said Har- you said Harrell to Wyoming. Like, why not? He's this place. No, yeah, Cliff, no, Cliff King- Kingsbury to Wyoming. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yes, I remember the draft day photo. But basically, bringing a guy who's offensive dude should say, okay, you run the offense. Do what Kyle Whittingham kind of done at Utah. Took him all to figure it out. Do what these don't pull Kirk Ferentz and do defense only, offense optional. Bring in a guy to run your offense and do your thing, right? Yeah, I think what they could have done is just if they wanted to like completely go everything, they could have just paid Bull his money to go away and just um, hired Brett Vision back. But 
I think yeah. they respected Bull too much and let him have a little bit of a say on his way out. Mm. Okay. All right, let's get to games here. I'm, I'm, we're, ready, we're done with nonsense. Ready for games so we might know who's playing? Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on might? All right, so we have two games this weekend. Two mountainless bowl games. Lots of bowl games going on. But we get two. I'm glad we have two because years past we had like four or five. Like everything's done in one weekend. Sad. New Mexico State at Fresno, or excuse me, versus Fresno State in Albuquerque. Do you think um, this is a weird thing? Maybe it's a good thing for ask Roger at one point. Do the Aggies are they going to like playing in the rival stadium for a bowl game? Is Diego Pavia going to piss on the field? I don't know. Has he done that before? Is that something I'm not aware of? <laughs> Do you not remember this? Hold on. This is you don't like. This was big news when it happened. No, I honestly don't. No. <laughs> Um, hold on. I, like, like, so the other thing about this game is it's actually close to being sold out. Nice. Um, so uh, New Mexico State's a three and a half point favorite. Uh, the over under is fifty two and a half, mm-hmm. and there is apparently video evidence of him urinating on the UNM logo. Oh boy. Uh, okay. Fine. Just please don't do that. And and. Uh, Pavia recently won the Bradley Van Pelt Award at courtesy of Spencer Hall. What award is that? Because he's um, the Bradley Van Pelt Award, I believe, is it is college football's most college football player. Okay, because <laughs> I assume Bradley Van Pelt named after him because he took the football and spiked on the Colorado Buffalo guy after scoring a touchdown in the Rocky Mountain Showdown back in like 2002. And the original article of Banner Society states exactly that. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> exactly. But he okay, he's also the guy who beat Auburn. Yep. Not not only beat Auburn, Auburn took took care of business versus the um the the uh Auburn Tigers, War Eagle, whatever you want to call them. Um he's a guy did he win um because they didn't win obviously they didn't win Conference USA because that's what Liberty won is going to the uh or uh not Orange Bowl Festival. They put up a, a huge game against Liberty, back and forth. Offense is the case. Defense optional. Offensive line, is 20 sacks good, Josh? I'm asking for a friend. Is 20 sacks allowed? <laughs> Total? For yeah. The year? It's okay. Yeah, that's not bad. It's okay. I'm okay. I'm just looking at a sack yardage. It's minus 124, which seems like a lot. I mean, lot. That's, that's a little bad. But... Maybe that's what I'm looking at. Like, hmm. So, for the Aggies here... Um, Paiva is good. He's also the leading rusher, so there's that to consider. They do have Star Thomas and Monte Watkins. They go deep with the amount of players they go, but nobody overly dominant. Uh, they do good six yards of carry, but there's no n- number one huge back and like a thousand yard guy getting seven yards of carry. There's none of that. I mean, they, they also don't have a number one receiver really either, which is weird. I mean, Jonathan Brady's okay. Well, I mean, he's he's only sixty yards ahead of the next. Hold guy. on, you're going to disrespect Trent Hudson, who has ten touchdowns on thirty five catches. I mean, I'm just looking at yardage. No, I don't. His cover, they they like he he finds a million guys. Like they don't have yeah they don't have one number one, but they have Brady Brady thirty seven, Hudson thirty five, um, Eli Stowers, I guess is Wait, a receiver. Hold, hold he's just quarterback. You see that. Yeah, I just saw like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it's, he's, he's pulling a Nick Nash, man. 
four he's four of eight on the year. He has twenty nine carries for one hundred twenty five yards. And yeah, he's thirty two receptions for three hundred forty six yards on a touchdown. It was just Taysom Hill in the college again for the Saints. Taysom Hill. I mean, he's six foot four, two hundred twenty five pounds. He might be. That's a dude. There you go. Get him to the NFL, man. <laughs> yeah, and technically, so I'm over at Underdog Dynasty. They have a little bit more detail in here. He's technically listed as wide receiver, tight end, and quarterback. Also. Jerry freaking Kill has been healthy for the past couple of years since his seizure issues in Minnesota. Double-digit victories. This is one of the biggest turnarounds since possibly Fresno State when Jeff Tedford took over. Yeah. I mean, he, he, Kill's done an incredible job, and I think that was just what he was looking for. Like, He's finally getting to show what he can actually do. Yeah, and he, I'm glad he's still sticking here. I know he's been older, but that stuff is super scary when he's at Minnesota. And so they have a good coach. Pivea was Offensive Player of the Year, Conference USA. He's one of eight players to lead his team in rushing and passing yards this year. They're very, obviously they're all they're an all around offensive team. Like like they put up what was the score in Liberty game? It was like forty nine forty two or something like that in the Conference USA title game. It was It was like back and forth. They protected Rosen well. Only eight interceptions. This game, like with Fresno State, and probably Fresno State, I don't know what to expect. This team just fell off the face of the earth. This game could potentially be like, I could see it being a big shootout potential in this game. Over is only 51. I think the over hits like with no problem. Yeah, I mean, I also think, yeah, it could be a blowout. I think it could be a blowout with the Mexico State winner. They are I, they are favored by three points, three and a half. If, if Fresno State wins, it's by less than a touchdown. I think it'll be close. And we should start with the first and say Jeff Tedford stepped down for health issues. And as of now, it's just this game only, and he'll be back next year. But oh, this is. Uh, hold on. Um, Trent Hudson did tr- enter the transfer portal. Oh, he did? Do, uh, yeah. Too many. It's even, it's even in the article, Jeremy. I, I'm bouncing around. I apologize. What? Which which article? The one we have their pull opt out page I'm not looking yep. at? Oh, maybe we should pull that ball up here. Um, there it is. Yep. So Trent Hudson is gone. Dang it. Okay. So that hmm. that changes a little bit, right? Obviously. I mean, a little bit. He's he's yeah. He has been the touchdown guy, but they have thrown eighteen other touchdowns to what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten other receivers. Okay, that's fair. I'm glad you brought that up. I would feel like an idiot if we didn't go through that. Um, Okay, well, let's get back to Fresno State. Anybody else? We have like Reggie Ackles, you have Terry Brooks, a couple other. They actually have five receivers in the portal right now in Mexico State. Yeah. Not good. However, they let's, let me just double check here. Let's pull up the numbers to make sure we're not missing anybody else because I'd feel like a fool. Uh, let's see. It's, I'm just double checking. Chris Bellamy, no, he's there. You have, let's see. I think it's mostly lower level receivers. We haven't played a ton this year. So, oh, well, Jordan Parker, he has three touchdowns and six catches. Deep threats when he caught a couple passes. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's much about it. it. It's about it, yeah. So back to Fresno. Tedford's gone for the game. Temporarily. Temporarily, which this is not, this is also not the first time he's had issues. 2019, stepped down as Fresno coach due to heart, heart condition. Um, returned to 2021 to do what we did. Didn't he step down from Cal due to health issues? I believe too? as well. Um, it's doesn't say here, but I'm pretty sure 
That might have been the case. So this is temporary. Linebackers coach Tim Skipper's taken over. He's also the team's assistant coach. I don't know how big a deal this will be. Because Tedford's the offensive dude. And you're having a linebackers coach take over. Assistant head coach as well, not to disrespect. But I do wonder how big a deal that is. I'd say it's at least 10% an issue, right? Yeah, I mean, I I can see it pushing the line a couple points, too. It could be. And especially with, like, their last month was awful. They got their butts kicked. They lost their final three games. We're not competitive against San Jose State. They were down versus Mexico and lost. And they lost to an inept San Diego State team. I'm I'm wondering if... if, um... Tedford was feeling something, and it was like, all right, I don't want to be a distraction anymore, so let me step back and let the team do what they need to do. And maybe they use it as a rallying cry? They could, I could see that. i just wondering, like, what – I still don't – watch them play. They just look bad. They did – offense was doing nothing. Maybe he – you're right. Like, he wasn't feeling well, and there was other distractions. But it's not – like, the coach isn't throwing the football. The coach isn't blocking. The coach isn't playing defense. Um, but the, the, when we look, if we assume they're basically full strength, Mickey Keane's going to be the QB, Logan, which he has been. Logan Fife is in the portal. Um, nobody else. Raymond Scott, he's leaving the portal. So nobody of extreme significance. Fife kind of is because he played. But if we're looking at, Josh, like the uh, what Fresno has done all year, this should be a pretty close game. But I, I don't know, man. Like they're ranked top twenty-five. They beat Purdue. They beat Arizona State easily. Not that either team is amazing. I think that probably should have been our warning sign. Actually, now thinking back to it, which one is the Arizona State game? Oh, I've always said they're like plus eight and only win like twenty-nine nothing. Yeah, they should put up forty points in that team. Minimum. The one thing where I think where their potential could be is. Um, I know we mentioned Aggies are pretty balanced, but they have five players with multiple interceptions on this team. And Carlton Johnson has four. We know Lavelle Bailey's really good at linebacker. He had the weird <laughs> in the Mexico thing, the interception, fumble, whatnot. So that's two hands on the ball if he gets another one. I know, just don't do not let go. So we know they have the defense to be there, like the defense to at least make plays. But 42, 25, 33, their defense was just okay, but made plays. Like, Arizona State game, they made plays. Couldn't put it away. Yeah. I want to say Fresno can take care of this, but I, I'm just not confident, man. I, I don't think a lot of people are either, which is why I think the line is where it is, too. What What does Fresno State have to do to get this win? Like, what's their, what do you think, like, their key thing to pull out the victory? An upset victory, in this case, as well. Like, force someone else besides Pavia to do, to make plays. Like, he's going to make plays. But if they can limit the amount of plays he makes, they have a chance. But otherwise, like, if they let him run wild, it's the game's over as soon as it starts. Yeah, I think they'll need to – yeah, because losing their remainder receiver Hudson, that's a big deal, 10 TDs. I'm still going to say – I just don't there's – there's a home field advantage crowd as well. Cause remember when Utah State played them, New Mexico State before, like was it Larry Rose or whatever the third, El Rose the third, 
they beat them as like their first bowl game in a long time. Aggies don't go to bowl games very often. It's basically a home game. You mentioned it's a sellout, potentially. I got to think New Mexico State's going to win like 38 to 31 or something. I'll say 38-27. For Aggies? Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, everybody. First State fans, TJ out there. It's, uh, it's what we're going with. Next game. ABC, 430. Grok Bowl. Excuse me, it's a Starco Brands LA Bowl presented by Grok. <laughs> Something Maybe national anthem sung by Gronk. Oh yeah, let's wait to see that. He wasn't a mass singer. Remember that? Played out in Inglewood. Um, Bruins seven and five. Boise's eight and five. Bruins. Sorry, I was going to say Broncos. Bruins were four point favorite, forty nine and a half point over under. Did you did you see the other fact about UCLA playing in this game? Mm, which uh, probably not. What do you got for me? Uh, this SoFi State. They're playing in SoFi Stadium. Yeah. So this game is closer to their campus than the Rose Bowl is. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That is – that's awesome. That is amazing. Oh, that, that's a good fact. So here's what we know about Boise State. Spencer Danielson, head coach permanent. We talked about that before. Um, injuries at quarterback. We already mentioned Taylor Green off to Arkansas. Eric McAllister is gone. Then Keenan McCaddy and uh, Kai Von Wright are gone as well. Um, Eric, Eric McAllister's story got funnier. What what's what, what's the on that? I know you wanted to come back. Was there well, something? there was that, and then Avalos getting hired at TCU, where McAllister was expected to end up. Oh, okay. I, okay, I do remember seeing seeing that now. I see. So that's where he's expected to go. Yeah, because he's from the Fort Worth area. Did he like not like Andy Avalos? Wasn't that kind of the reason why? Yeah, that's what makes it funny. That's so. That's weird. Hey, maybe if he's a DC there, he doesn't interact with him, right? As much. I mean, maybe. But <laughs> you never know. Um, so who's going to be quarterback? We're going to have a true freshman starting quarterback for for Boise State, CJ Taylor. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't believe he's taking a snap at all either. He. I double checked twenty four seven. Former three star guy. Um, not a dual threat quarterback, so we're not going to see any runs like Taylor Green. Tiller is expected to get majority of the reps in practice. It's not official, but when you hear what um, Coach Danielson said, it looks like it's it's going to be Tiller. So it's the Ashton Genty show. And that's what I was going to say. You know, no, 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 no practice is like Josh. Hand off right, hand off left. Hand off left. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch right, QB sneak when needed. <laughs> that's exactly – it's going to be Genty and Halani. That's how they're going to win. Like, what what game plan does the coach have when you have a guy who's never played, not just ever played, you know what probably? He probably hasn't practiced all year. You're a QB3, you're lucky to get like four reps a week. Five-yard five yard curls. Is this a, is this a what's his name, um, Riley Smith game? Or, um, Maybe. I'm just saying, like, a big tight end game? Swing past the Genty, swing past the Halani? Little 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 flare out from the tight end, yeah, maybe. The quick, the uh, wide receiver, the quick wide receiver pass. Yeah, I, it, I don't. They, they may take a shot here and there, but it's going to be like the quick, quick screen game, quick pass game. You know what I'm going to call right now? You know what the first play of the game is going to be? It's going to be all four verts. That's what it's going to be. Just go first play, shotgun, gently to your right, four receivers, and just go deep. Okay, Madden. 
No, I'm just saying, hey, why not? If you were never played before, let's go out there and get a big play, see what happens. Yeah. Just to kind of get get the juices going. Like, all right, you're kind of nervous. Well, so get, the, get, the, get the blood flowing, get the nerves out of the way early. Just go, hey, Utah did that versus Florida with freaking Bryson Barnes. I went to a 70-something yard touchdown pass. Yeah. Just go deep, like I. But honestly, you're right. Like handoff, handoff, run, run, short game plan, short passing, and hope the defense can stop UCLA. Who also, you know what? Help, you know what's going to help Tiller here? Um, Laita Latu is out. Laita Latu, uh, Ted Hedricks Award winner, Lombardi Award winner, Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year is out on defense. Yeah. And then you have all I, all I saw was that he was Kelly was saying he was preparing for finals. Was there anything else on that, why he's missing the game? What Chip Kelly has said, um, this is from the list map put together, but he basically said in an article I read or talked to media, if you're in the portal, you're not on the team, which to- I to- totally get because you're not part of the team next year. I know I know, I bring up Utah a lot, but the reason Bryson Barnes is playing QB for Utah, they lit- and he's transferring, they literally have nobody else. They have nothing else to- for this team to play for Utah. Um, but Chip Kelly's like, if you're in the portal, you're not part of this team. No, he's skipping no. it for the draft. Looks like here's one of those. Yeah. So it just, it just happened like within the past 12 hours, from what I'm telling telling here. Actually, no, two days ago. Sorry, LA Daily News says he's preparing for um, the draft. Yeah, he's skipping for the draft. Sorry, two days ago. So he's just gone. He's just opted out to go for the NFL draft, which is fine. He's not no portal guy. And also, they're missing a couple of coaches as well. I just realized too here. I mean, uh, three assistant coaches are out for the game as well. Um, he's too. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. I thought he said he's too busy collecting awards. I said no. He just has a lot on his plate. Finals coming up. Three finals. He's the only guy. Into, he's the only guy we have in this that situation in terms of prep for the NFL and just trying to finish up school. So like, okay, consensus all American. So that's good for Boise State for Genty. Alani, the QB tiller coming in, where he's like, good, I don't have to face an All-American, one of the best defenders in the college football. Thank you. I mean, everyone wants to make their own decisions, and, and I get it, but because you got to do what's best for you, but so, sometimes you got to put the team before the player. And I, I realize guys want to make their own decisions, but... I feel like I wouldn't be the per, a, a guy to make that type of decision. If you're a first round draft pick, yeah, I mean, like I'm here. Like Latu's been there what four years? Yeah, I see, like yeah. And like I, I get like you don't want to be a Jake Butt type of guy, but mm-hmm. I, mean, I I'd leave everything on the field. That's right here. It's yeah, and the reason they're coat down coaches. Um, there, um, Ferris is going to be the head coach. Austin P. Jeff Ferris, Titans coach. Deontay Lynn, defensive coordinator, went to USC, which is a weird transition. Does he even have to move? And then, <laughs> <laughs> possibly, Ryan Gunderson, QB coach, is going to uh, Oregon State. So, Kenny Amatolu is going to be helping tight end. So that's a, that's actually that could be a huge upgrade for them because he was like off the field. Was like a leadership coach or something technically. Okay. The former Navy coach, so I'm not entirely sure. But so when we look what Boise can do, and what oh, also we should mention uh, Dante Moore is not there either, quarterback. I forgot to mention him. <laughs> so there, I I will say 
UC, it is not that bad of a situation for UCLA because um, Ethan Garbers is expected to get the start, and he has started six games this year. Yeah, he played a good amount. Um, they're also missing Kamari Ramsey, freshman started 11 games. So a couple key players. Honestly, thinking not having Latu is huge for Boise's offense. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely going to help. It's going to help a lot. The UCLA is missing a few receivers. But if you like watching, like seeing what I see from UCLA this year, I watched them play Utah. They did, again, they literally did that. They did 14 to 7, and Utah had a defensive touchdown to get the win. And that was also, let's have a, a freshman play against Utah at Rice Cycles. I mean, that's never going to go well. Just because of what Utah can do defensively. And that show when they just crushed him. So UCLA was kind of, kind of underachieved this year. People thought they'd be a bit better. Like, the, I guess the biggest, who's their biggest weapon on offense? Like Carson Steele running the ball? Or Logan Loya. Okay. Because they only finished seven and five, bottom of the Pac twelve. They are just a meh team. Like I guess the TJ Harden as well. They have that dual threat running back situation. But how's Logan going to be with the new quarterback? Like he's sixty, almost sixty receptions, and Michael uh, Sturdivant. If I if I've seen that properly. They play in the Pac twelve. They scored a lot of points outside of playing Utah when I saw them play. They. Are in a situation where typically it's been there before. They lost three of the last four. They did beat rival USC, but they lost to freaking Arizona State, man. Arizona State and Cal. They got their butt kicked against Cal, who's not very good. Nevada beats uh, San Diego State wasn't good, but they were still better than Nevada and lost to them six to nothing. I know. I'm just saying, like two of the. Two, I know Cal is better than than ASU, but they. I guess ASU almost beat Washington, so maybe there's something there. Their wins aren't great. Like, like it's like you look at who they beat. They beat Coastal Carolina, not convincingly. They they crushed San Diego State, easy win. I don't care about the FCS game. They beat Washington State, who ended up being not very good. They they beat a bad Stanford team, and they beat a bad Colorado team. And they beat a Cal, and they beat USC, who's okay. Like they honestly have like, what's their best win? Washington State. Probably. That's not a good win. I mean, it could be Coastal Carolina. Uh, maybe. The way Washington State finished? Could be Washington. Are they even going bowling? Let me pull it up here. Are they 6-6? Six and six? Washington State? Yeah, they, they, they were 4-1 at this time. At the time they played UCLA. They're, they finished 5-7. and seven, so Oh, yikes. Coastal is because Coastal's playing. Wait, they're playing San Jose State in the bowl game, right? Hawaii Bowl. Yeah, but Grace McCall transferred to NC State. I know. He wasn't playing anyways. He's injured. So Yeah, they started a 4 0. Then they lost. Oh, my gosh. This is not a Washington State. To be fair, actually, the best win might actually be USC. It probably is. Yeah, we're just half kidding. But that's it. Like, USC's 7 5. It's not like they were impressive. I mean, they were for a little bit until Caleb Williams, or until the defense never decided not to show up. Or was it when they played Utah, the linemen had two stupid penalties? Yeah, that too. Dude, they lost to Utah at. At home with a not well, recently new scholarship quarterback who's not really that great. They lost to UCLA at home too. I know. Same. So what, how's this going to turn out? I think Boise is just going to run the ball eighty percent of the time and just run it down their throat of UCLA. Uh, well, let's see. UCLA is a four point favorite. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, like, hmm. 
49 and a half over under. Um, I might take the under in this. I probably will. Uh, I'd probably go Boise 27, UCLA 24. He's going to hit the over 51? Barely. If it hits the over, it's barely going to do it. I think it – yeah, I, that's the worries I'd see because I think the play clock or game clock is going to be running fast because Boise's not throwing the ball. If he gets – if you were to put a number on passes they allow C.J. Tiller to have, what's the, what's the number? If I were to give you 13 and a half pass attempts, is he going over or under that? Over. I'll take the over on that. 17 and a half? That's close. <laughs> uh, is that a better My over under is actually 18 and a half. 18. He's not getting 20. If he gets. He's not getting 20. I think 18 is probably the right number. Yeah. Because like, you can't. There are there are games where you just like you start out running the ball and they just can't stop you. So you 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 throw in a pass or two to to mess with them. But I think like just to get him some confidence and like keep the keep like because yeah I think UCLA is probably thinking the same thing like they're just gonna run Halani and Genty all day. So you know you you're gonna have to take a couple shots. You're gonna have to throw a couple screens. So I'm saying 18 because I th- I think that's what is that what Green threw in the championship. How many did he throw? Not many. I he was threw 15. Say, okay. Ooh. So, yeah, I think 18, 18, 15 to 18 is probably a good, safe amount. They're going to pull a Michigan versus Penn State run like 50 times in a row. <laughs> yeah. I think Boise can win. I'm going to go 21-17 Boise State. Okay. I think they're going to win by a couple. UCLA – Gabriel hasn't played a ton this year. They're missing their best defender. Their running game is okay. Boise defense has shown like what they did against Maeva. They can make plays in the championship game for shooting on these. I think that's why it's going to be a close win for the for the Broncos. Do we have anything else to add for going a longer sixty five minutes? I thought this might be forty minutes. <laughs> hey, we went off on how many tangents? Hey, it's what we do, man. NC2. We, we didn't do a show last week. We had to make up for lost time. So think about it. If it's two shows, it's like 35 minutes each, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically was two shows. Bull, bull stuff compared to transfer news stuff. So that's what we got for you. All right. So yeah. two games this weekend. 345 Mountain is the first game Mexico Bowl. I also don't like the overlap. 530 Mountain for the uh, LA Bowl. I'm not a fan of the overlap a little bit. Just get your dual screens. Figure it out. Check out the games. We're going to have predictions on the site shortly. We have previews coming up right now. Well, some Q&As I'm working on. We'll be back. We'll have to figure out our Christmas schedule because Christmas is next week. But I think we'll be good to get what's going on for with the way the bull setup is. So we'll see you next time, folks. Check us out at mwr.com for everything we have. And we'll just see you next week or next time, a couple days.